got cut off at the end there. Welcome, Xi Jinping met with top US business leaders and suddenly many companies pulled advertising from Elon Musk's X, also known as Twitter. Was there a connection or is something more going on? What's interesting is that despite their meeting, close friendships with the controversial Chinese leader don't necessarily seem to be in the cards. Are the largest tech companies and biggest businesses in the world actually backing away from the Chinese Communist Party at full speed? Advertisers can be a good barometer of coming trends. So what did the trends look like in the past and what can they tell us about what's coming in the future? Join us, Ben and Rob from Edge of Wonder for a deep dive into global commerce changes, plus a list of the top wackiest commercials you may have never seen. Ready for a great show. We'll see you guys out on the edge. How you doing, Rob? Good, Ben. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Having some little technical difficulties after uh, right after the we we got the in intro. My my uh, my browser crashed. <laughs> oh boy, that's never a good thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how you know we're doing the right thing when you're. Yeah, browser I guess so. Exactly. Right during the show. But and by the way, if you're listening to our Edge of Wonder podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or elsewhere, please leave us a five star rating and review to help us reach more people. Also, remember to like, subscribe, and share, uh, and follow us <laughs> on YouTube and all the other social medias that we have. Yeah, I, I, I'm in. Uh, I want to do all of those things after that <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it is kind of funny that there's this tech meeting, and it involves the CCP, and we're about to expose some of that, and you have tech problems right before the show. Yeah, isn't I it? Mean, isn't it isn't it ironic? The universe has a sense of humor or someone screwing with us. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and, and indeed, um, business leaders are said to have spent $40,000 to dine with Xi Jinping, which, you know, to these multi-billionaires isn't really that much, but 40K is, you know, nothing to really cough at. So the dinner was hosted by the National Committee on U.S.-China Relations, which aims to foster a better understanding between the countries and the U.S.-China Business Council, which promotes trade. Um, yeah, according to The New York Times, the tickets for a dinner and reception after the summit, while executives could spend 40000 to sit on Xi's table, although that price also included eight seats at another table. So... Wow. They sat with she, but they got eight seats elsewhere as well for like members of their of their business team, right? And it yeah. was, and on top of that, it was two thousand dollars a plate, according That's to Fortune. Insane. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a bit weird. So so you're probably wondering, uh, who was at Xi Jinping <laughs> or Winnie the Pooh's table? Yeah, that's what. Oh, that's the big question. Who yeah, was Ben, there? you want to tell them who was at their table? You can. Oh. Lo and behold, I mean, it's pretty much your uh, your usual suspects here. Lo and behold, you got the CEO of BlackRock, uh, Larry Fink, CEO of Apple, Tim Cook, U.S. Commerce of Sec Secretary of State, U.S. Ambassador to China, CEO of Blackstone Group, which Blackstone, BlackRock. Well, it, was, you know. um, it was actually the U.S. Commerce Secretary, not the Secretary of State. Oh, I said Secretary of State. I'm sorry. Yeah. U.S. That's Commerce. okay. Secretary, yeah, 
I'm but just I, correcting everyone. Uh, I'm just correcting for people that are listening in here. Yeah. Then we got the founder of Bridgewater Associates, um, Sedell Securities CEO. Who's yeah, that guy? That guy's also been um, in <clears throat> some hot water lately in the media, and the Chinese Minister of Commerce. So, um, the, yeah, and this also, is yeah, also reportedly present. Aside from those that were at Xi's table with him, were like the CEO of Boeing. Uh, former dean of Columbia University, which is like highly infiltrated in New York, uh, CEO of Amway, chairman, foreman, former CEO of Honeywell, CEO of Broadcom, COO, that's the wow. chief operating officer of BlackRock, co-CEO of KKR, CEO of Galeed Sciences, managing director of Fulgent Genetic, CEO of Salesforce, CEO of Tesla, owner of X, who did not stay for the dinner. So Tesla, I'm sorry, Tesla. Um, Elon Musk did not stay for the dinner, but he he did show himself there. So there was a lot of big hitters there. Yeah. That's, what do you think yeah. about that, Ben? Well, I mean, it, it's it's actually kind of ironic that that. Elon was there, but then again, you know, Tesla's like they're making pretty much China's a big part of the production aspect. Factories, you know? right? Um, all of it. So yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what exactly happened. And I, I would be curious to see what what I, I wish I could. You know, those are one of those instances where you, you wish you could like have a, a tiny mic with all of these people to see what was actually brought up and what was talked about. And I'm sure with Xi Jinping or um, Elon Musk there, it probably made uh, some of the other CEOs a little bit nervous, I bet, or anxious. Oh, I, I'm sure. Right. Because there's all yeah. the stuff that's going on in the United States, like the sociopolitical stuff happening here. Mm -hmm. But I think that we're I think a lot of reporters, journalists, and influencers have got the story wrong. And we're going to shed some light on what really happened there in this episode. So if you guys want to know what's really going on mm -hmm. with, uh, you've come to the right place because we've got the scoop for you guys. Um, yeah. So U.S. business leaders meet with Xi Jinping. So here's another article from CBS News. Um, to kind of sum all of this up, um, hundreds of executives from varying uh, sectors, including banking and technology, are expected to attend. So this is kind of before this article is before it happened. And she is also expected to speak at the dinner. This information, this will come in important later when uh, be more important later when we start talking about what really happened with Xi Jinping. Now, yes, here's kind of the most important thing here is just this year, a parade of U.S. business leaders, including Bill Gates, who met with Xi, have visited China. Elon Musk and J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon have also mm -hmm. traveled to China. So a lot of people have been going in China to figure out what the heck is going on, right? And most of these reporters and journalists, they, like everything that's been passed around on Instagram, Twitter or X and all of that has been basically after this meeting, all of these CEOs basically backed out of advertising with X, X, Twitter, yeah, Twitter. And they think that totally that's known as Twitter. 
story, right? You, what do you what do you think about that, Ben? Like, do you think that these things are related in your opinion? Yeah, or do you 100%. Think that... I mean, okay, so, you know, we, we know like China is teetering on the brink of collapse. And when I say China, really the CCP, right? Not China. As It's like China, <laughs> the people of China um, are the ones suffering the most because of what the CCP has done over the you know, last 50, 100 plus years. So I think, and we, and like you and I really know what's kind of going on on a deeper level, um, you know, especially like after COVID, and this is one of the things that we were talking about a lot, you know, it, it, over in China, they were really trying to cover up the amount of deaths and over here they were inflating it. And, you know, in China, it's, it's just so different there than it is here with like, they're trying to say, oh, we got everything under control. And, you know, of course what they did was like lock people up in their homes and it wasn't just small, it wasn't just certain areas. It's like everywhere there are people locked into homes. You know, we, we were talking last week of how um, now a massive amount of like children are being sick per day. Like one hospital had 13,000 kids visiting and just one day alone Yeah, you know, with, with some kind of weird um, respiratory illness. And, you know, so it's like, of course, you know, what's really going on, what's happening. So the, the births in China last year or this year, I'm sorry, was this past year for, you know, 2023 was less than half of it. Usually what it usually is normally. So there's a lot of things going on in China. And the big question is how many people actually died in China? What are the real numbers? Yeah. And, and what continues know, to happen there right continue. now today, right? Yes, it sure does. And you got to remember that in China, like they just did not have access to healthcare like we did over here. People were locked in their homes. They had la lack of access to food. People were getting killed for having COVID in China. It was just insane what was kind of really going on. So it does seem to be they've lost a lot more of the population than what Xi Jinping wants to admit. So your production is down. Factories have less workers because of this. People are not buying things because of it. And on top of it, you have the real estate market totally upside down right now, because if that is true and a lot of people have died, then you have a lot of unsold homes or empty homes that you just can't sell now. So we had a show recently, and if when you look into the China real estate, that's the thing that looks like it's literally on the verge of a total collapse. Some of the main um, real estate agencies and company or in China are unable to pay their uh, monthly um, costs, you know, and so some of them are on the verge of filing for bankruptcy, and it's like. And then I think you you know unlike what happened over here in the U.S. when we had that in two thousand eight. U.S. government bailed out most of these companies and the banks and everything else. I don't think China has the money to do it. And I think this shows that they're actually losing a lot of money because it, it, for the first time ever, you kind of see Xi kind of kowtowing to the West. And yeah, it's going to this is going to get really interesting if you guys don't know this whole story. A lot of what Ben is saying is like really, really good like i i totally agree with everything you said and i think for some reason you look you look even smarter today than you usually do then <laughs> <laughs> i'm really proud of you i don't know what it is but i was well, just listening to you talk about you. all that and i was like this guy knows what he's talking about 
<laughs> well, I hope I'm after like, all this time, I know what I'm I don't actually about. know very much about anything, but like, no, I really <laughs> felt like that. And, um, and I think, so it's true. Like all these, um, all these companies started pulling out of X and I think we're going to try to shed some light on this, but we'll go over the list a little bit. So oh. Disney, Apple, Paramount Global, Lionsgate halted marketing on X. IBM and Uber are cutting their spending. More than 200 ad units of companies like Airbnb, Amazon, Coca-Cola, and Microsoft halted or considered pausing their ads. Netflix halted ads. Jack in the Box paused campaigns. Who cares about Jack in the Box? But hey, it made the list, et cetera, et cetera. So um, yeah, you know, now, there, there's a couple of things that are going on here. One is this could be, as everyone is saying, this sort of conspiracy that all of these c collective CEOs have to quiet Elon because Elon created X as an open platform for, it's a town square. Anyone can say what they want to say. And yeah. yeah, and it's, a, it's basically allowed for the most part, unless there really is something, you know, there are some, things that they'll take down from time to time, but it's much different than it was in the pre-Elon era. Okay, it's fair to say. Um, so now there's two things that could be going on. One is, are these companies actually hurting themselves because of what's going on in China? And so is the marketing, is the cutting and marketing happening because Xi Jinping whispered something in all these guys' ears and they're just listening? Or is it because these companies legitimately are losing some type of money or there's a lot of stuff going on and so they're pulling spending for marketing in general? I, I think, honestly, knowing, okay, so like, you know, you know, some people are like, okay, what, what, you know, some people that are new to the show, maybe more recently, like Rob and I have a massive history in, in digging up things with China. You know, this is something that you and I have, you know, when we were working in the media, we have a lot of contacts. We know a lot of Chinese people who were even in the prison sites. We knew we, there was some high level Chinese officials that quit that um, were part of our contacts. So, you know, th there's a lot of information that we have with China. And if I was Xi Jinping, I, my, I, cause I was thinking about this. I honestly think he probably got them together and instead of kind of like threatening them or bribing them, I think he was kind of like, look, we're all in this together. Like if, if one of us fails, we're all going to fail. And I think the only way that we can pull through this is if we work together against what is potentially could stop us. And I think this is probably and, and how the... So you think he's painting the picture that if China fails, they will fail. Yes. hundred percent. And you know, all of these companies, these are massive trillion dollar companies or very important people that are attending this, you know, um, literally. So it's like, you have all of this, it's like, think about it. it, it there's so much money that's in China with these companies. I mean, like, you know, was. Apple has everything made in, was in China. In China. Or was in China. Yeah, exactly. So, mu so much money was in China. Was in China and not anymore. And I think Xi Jinping, I, yeah, de he's definitely worried, you know? So I think this was the probably, and I'm not, I'm not saying that this is exactly the way it went down or anything. I'm just saying that, you know, based on what I know, that's probably how more of the conversation went. It's interesting 
that Elon didn't stay for that. Probably that conversation did something happen. Someone, someone wrote that maybe he got food poisoning. Like there, there was like some speculation that they wanted him out for some reason. So that was one of the speculations, but you know, I, this is all speculation and rumors, you know, um, without Elon saying anything directly about it, it's kind of hard to say if anything did happen or why he didn't stay. Um, but you know, he wasn't at the, sh at the table with Xi Jinping either. He was just there. So that's another aspect of it. Um, what's now, I don't know if there's any correlation to this. This is really also very strange. Okay. Wait, oh, I'm sorry. This is from Lindsay pulled this up real quick. Um, this is from CNN. Um, they said if quote, if we regard each other as the biggest rival, the most significant geopolitical challenge and ever pressing threat, it will in inevitably lead to wrong policies, wrong actions, and wrong results. This is what she told an audience, Xi Jinping told an audience that inclu included Apple, um, the Tim Cook's Apple, or yeah, Apple's CEO, Tim Cook, and then also Elon Musk. What's weird is that paragraph doesn't really mean anything. It literally is like the this kind of, and we'll be getting into this a little bit, but like he literally just said a lot of nothing. No, he really did. <laughs> it sounds actually, like something. What people don't understand is like this yeah. is a major communist tactic. Oh, dude, this is like she like Xi Jinping is the king at giving three hour speeches and said nothing, saying nothing. And maybe nothing. in that three hour speech. You have to listen to the entire thing. You know, it's all in Chinese. And then maybe for like three sentences in the three hour yeah. speech, there's something that's like, okay, this is actually what he means. He's just, you know. But, but also <laughs> this is a, um, a product of the CCP culture is like 100%. getting up and talking in front of a lot of people and not saying anything constantly and just like spinning wheels all the time. No one will get to the point because they expect you to wade through all of that and come to some greater understanding of what they meant when they really didn't meet. Like there was nothing there. Like Westerners right. have a really hard time understanding like <sighs> people that have been drenched in the CCP culture because of that. Now yeah. you guys, we're going to, we're going to do a, a trailer break. Oh, and yeah, then we when do. we get back, Ben, I'm going to go through this article that the Epoch times wrote that seems Great. to shed some light on what really happened there. And I think it's going to blow everyone's mind. So let's awesome. go ahead and, um, Hit trailer right now. We'll come back and we're gonna we're gonna go Man. over all this interesting information. God bless you, Ben. I was trying to hold off until we I was like, go to the trailer. I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> all right, let's play that trailer. 150 years in the making. The ultimate evil specter. Lies, hatred, and struggle. Traditions destroyed. The Deep State's Cult Communism. Yeah, you know, there are a few series that Ben and I have done that we can be as proud of as the communism series on Rise.TV. So if you're thinking about supporting us, come over, watch this whole communism series. It will change your life. And I'm not just saying that. Like this series 
has covered stuff that no one has covered out there and gives you, I think, almost the complete picture of what the heck is going on with yeah. communism in general. It's yeah, out of control. Rob and I worked, this is probably like one of the series that we worked really, really hard on more than anything else and really putting this all together. And uh, yeah, we go literally from the very beginnings of, the, of the, the root of communism and really why and how and the ideology behind it and then moving into um, all these other elements. And, and, you know, like the biggest theme that we're finding through a lot of the work that we do and doing like Edge of Wonder for so long is that all these there's all these little it's like communism is this massive thing. And people kind of think that it's like, oh, that that's like communism is defined by this, but then you start realizing there's all these like branches and then the branches kind of branch off into other little small branches that, that slowly like integrate itself, these tentacles, if you will. Into <laughs> Democratic <like> socialism. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know yeah. I mean, and it's like, then if something becomes, you know, a phrase or a word becomes like, Oh, well now that it has this, whatever around it it's like oh we'll just change it into a different word and use this word now you know like whatever it is so oh, yeah it's the ever-changing ideology <clears throat> which is exactly what the ccp is and i mean the ccp is always great and glorious and if it's ever wrong then it, it, no, it will correct Never itself wrong. and then be and then you are wrong <laughs> million people perishing from the earth and they're still not wrong yeah they are never wrong. All right. So, Ben, check this out. Yeah. Yeah. All I haven't right. seen this yet. Okay. All right. We're going to well, go through this whole thing. Okay. So, the title of this article is American CEOs who dined with China's Xi are moving businesses out of China. Analysts. Analysts. Yeah. Okay. Now, on November 15th, Mr. Xi attended a dinner event with more than 300 U.S. corporate leaders and influential politicians at the Hyatt Regency Hotel in San Francisco. Anders Kaur, the founder of Kaur Analytics, Inc., and publisher of the Journal of P Political Risk, told the Epoch Times that the CEOs who paid tens of thousands of dollars to attend the dinner did not hear what they wanted to hear, how the Chinese Communist Party, CCP, will improve the increasingly harsh operating environment <laughs> for foreign companies in China. Quote, in the speech, she did not acknowledge the deteriorating business environment in China or his increasing control of the economy. This appears to be non-negotiable on his part, which will likely lead U.S. and other businesses to continue to attempt to depart China, unquote. In April this year, the CCP's police force suddenly raided the offices of two U.S. consulting firms, Bain & Co. and Capvision Group, as well as the due diligence firm Mintz Group. In May, the regime banned the use of products from Micron Technology, Inc., the largest memory chip manufacturer in the United States, in computers handling so-called sensitive information. Wait, okay, so I have a question. Did they raid these offices? Because they said U.S. consulting firms in the U.S., or were they, or were they oh, part they're in China? they're in China. And they're okay, raiding the, so all of these companies like, that, that would be illegal China, if they did that yeah, in the US. All of these companies that were in China, they're increasingly trying to get their tentacles in and control more and more to the point where they're stopping the largest memory chip company, Mike from Micron yeah. uh, Technology Inc., from using their chips. They want 
to do everything mm -hmm. themselves. They see them pulling out and they're actually getting, they're freaking out and they're going mm -hmm. to start raiding these places and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Okay. And well, and before you go on, some people might sure. be asking like, what does it really matter if you're, if you have a business and you want to do business China and it's like, what are they really infiltrating? Right. Like, but, but it, 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 it's, it can be everything. Like, let's say you're designing a product that hasn't hit the market yet. And you know, it's like Apple, you know, they would never talk. I mean, it's so secret what, what all these tech companies are doing in, in the process of the prototypes, right? Well, China would have access to all of that. Yeah. They could literally rule is because yeah. you're there, it's theirs too. And they have control over it and they're going to steal your IP. And these companies are starting to get really fed up with it, Ben. All of them are, and they all know it's happening. I mean, we, we've talked to CEOs directly who knew that was going on in big companies, but they just, they're too afraid to say anything about it because they don't want to lose their business in China. I mean, think about it. If there's a billion people in China and you're like, you know, big manufacturer like Pepsi or Coke I mean, or yeah. any smartphone or anything, that's a huge, gigantic market to tap into. And it's like, is it worth losing some IP stuff and some, you know, financial aspects? Well, in the long run, these companies are just going to be losing out a lot more. And it's happening with every single company. And then on top of it, you have the CCP is like, great. Yeah, come over here. But, you know, we want you to hire this guy as an executive as well. Or and, you have to give us all yeah. of this stuff and we control all of it if you're here at all. Yeah. So, and it's, it's slow things, you know, company moves in and very slowly they start realizing this de deal is going sour very quickly. So, okay. Why don't you keep going? Okay. So, <clears throat> uh, Lu Lucia Dunn, a professor of Lu economics Lucia. at Ohio state, is it Lucia? Lucia. Lucia Dunn, excuse me, Lucia a Dunn. professor of economics at Ohio State University, told the Epoch Times that she believes Mr. Xi's lack of commitment at the dinner is actually a calculated move. Quote, I am sure Xi and his advisors have a strategy for dealing with Western CEOs. A lot of the business news coming out of China recently suggests that it may have a long run plan to scale back or even eliminate foreign companies from China. So of course, she would not talk about this in a straightforward way because he needs those foreign companies in the short run to bolster the Chinese economy. He yep. would not want to set off any alarms in their minds, but he did not want to make any promises either, she said. So he's basically in this impossible situation and we'll go over why, where he he needs them for his the economy, but he's also not willing to ensure what they want in order to stay in China. That's mm -hmm. why he's talking in circles. Now, check this out. Extensive retreat of foreign funds. In the first seven months of this year, more than three quarters of the foreign capital flowing into China's stock market left, with global investors selling more than 25 billion worth of shares. By the end of September, foreign companies had withdrawn a total of more than 160 billion in profits from China for six consecutive quarters, causing total foreign direct investment in China to fall in Q3 for the first time in 25 years. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink sat at the same dining table with Mr. Xi as a distinguished guest. However, just two months ago, BlackRock Global Fund decided to terminate the China Flexible Equity Fund, citing a lack of new investor interest. 
But one reason that was not stated is that the fund is under investigation by a U.S. House Select Committee for allegedly funneling U.S. investments into shares of blacklisted Chinese companies. Dude. Yeah. Uh, we'll go on to the next paragraph, actually. Okay. This is this is cool, too. In addition, Wall Street giant Vanguard Group also <laughs> informed Chinese authorities earlier this year that it was closing all of its offices in China. This okay, is one, big. Yeah, this one is more, huge. Yeah. One more thing here. OK, so Intel said it is contemplating relocating some of its manufacturing operations from China to the United States to comply with the U.S. government regulations. Similarly, Microsoft is exploring the possibility of transfer transferring some of its manufacturing base from China to various locations in Europe, aiming to mitigate supply chain risks. Dell announced that it will shift some manufacturing activities from China to Vietnam and Mexico to reduce costs and enhance overall efficiency. So Xi Jinping comes over to the United States basically as a move to try to keep them involved in China yeah. and then doesn't give them anything they need to stay in China. No, no. I mean, he, he that's what I'm saying. I think he gave his speech and then privately, I think he that's something to that extent of what I said, you know, he, he kind of told them and okay. So again, I mean, I think a lot of you guys kind of know Vanguard and BlackRock now, but if you don't state street Vanguard and BlackRock control about now, I think it's over 25 trillion, $25 trillion in assets. Oh, and one of those three is always going to be number one of the most shares of any company you look up that's on the stock market. I don't care what it is. You look it up and it's going to say Vanguard, State Street, or um, or BlackRock. And that's why is that so significant? Well, if you have these companies that own the most share and then all of a sudden they're like, you know what, we're going to dump all of our shares, everyone's going to follow suit. So, you know, the fact that Vanguard is pulling out, I don't know how much money is there, but I would imagine billions and billions are being traded probably even daily by these groups. So they're pulling out of China. This is huge. This is a yeah. major blow to Xi Jinping and what's going on. So there is something massive that is brewing behind closed doors. And I seriously think like the economy in China is already crashing and they're just trying to do whatever they can to hold on yeah. to it. It's raining. It's pouring. The CCP is falling. <clears throat> yeah. And what's weird. And this is I, I kind of believe that there's some kind of connection to this. I found an, um, a CNBC article that mentioned the this is this the great. Oh, I'm sorry. Is the great resignation over this year alone? There was four. 1,500 CEOs that stepped down just this year. And we're, we're not even at the end of the year. So this is just from January to September. So in the last few years, we've had a lot of CEOs resigned, tons of them. And at the beginning of COVID, actually in January, there was, there was like 30 of them that stepped down from major companies. And then we found out later, and this is coming directly from the, the WHO organization that they gave a heads up to the companies first before they told the public of what was happening so they could organize their businesses first. And then everyone re resigned and sold their stock. So everyone's like, what's going on? And then, you know, COVID hit. But an Epic Times had a great article too called Clueless, Clueless CEOs Will Regret Playing Ball with Beijing. And I think that, you know, 
collectively, I think these companies are starting to realize that, you know, Xi, Xi Jinping, the CCP has been doing whatever it can to keep companies there either through, I mean, it, through any means, whether it's blackmail, bribery, whatever, you know, take your pick of anything. And I, I think this is what's been holding their economy. So now everything's crashing. I think these CEOs are starting to realize it. Now the, they're also getting pressure from the outside world of the general public. Well, and I also think, money is a, is a, is the asset that they're most concerned with, right? So oh, if yeah. the money situation is dire enough, they're going to leave. They're not going to stick around, right? So yes. And these guys probably know the truth about what's happening in China. They have they have that data. I mean, think of Apple, right? I mean they know they, what's really they going know on. What's really going on. So you know that 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 could be another aspect to this. Like uh, you know, and 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 yeah, everyone's dying. How are you going to have workers working in my factory? Yeah. And, and then to keep ever, and then we're going to get into this advertising part, which kind of goes back into what's happening at X or, you know, Twitter and all, you know, so I think the, the company's pulling out and there's actually a large amount of companies that stopped tweeting on Twitter too. Uh, or X. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think there is, I think what's happening on X seems to be a separate issue than what happened in that meeting. I don't think the two are as related as everyone has been making it it's out. It's possible. Be. It's possible. Because no, I mean, our political situation here is unrelated to the Chinese economy. They're, they are different. Yes things. and no. <laughs> well, you no, know, I, I mean, I mean, I, I, how, how is, okay. The, 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 the nonsense that's going on in politics mm -hmm. with the election and all of that stuff, and all of the agendas that they're pushing yeah. don't have an enormous amount to do with specifically what's happening in the Chinese economy and all of the stuff that's happening over there. Well, I, I think the, the thing is that there's a lot of politicians that have done business in China, right? Of course. All, most of it's illegal, you know, while they, while they hold a position. Agreed. But China is losing, they are losing that, yeah. um, the sort of like leverage that they had earlier where like the blackmail threat would have worked. And now it's like, well, there's no money here anyway. And no one's going to no believe money. me. So. Well, and I, that, but I think I, how it's connected, I think it, it's more like a domino effect, right? It, it's like, it doesn't seem to be connected, but eventually those dominoes will reach the politicians and something might be exposed that they may not want to be exposed. True. Or if she, is, if she is too desperate for money or what's happening, it's like, I'm going to open this book. You know, <laughs> yes, but if you if you look at what's happening within politics, a lot of politicians have been openly critical of China in recent years more than ever before. The last it is like, true, though, the last four true. years, even yeah. even in this crazy administration now, they're still <laughs> yeah. being like really, really critical of, of like, China. In, a, in a surprising or way. CCP, you know, and, and this, this is what the CCP is really, really good at. It's like, if you criticize, you know, the CC, like criticizing the CCP is criticizing China. And it's like, no, these are two different things, you two know, different things. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I was explaining to a friend of mine the other day that, you know, the, the, the flag of China used to be a yellow flag with a dragon on it. That was literally China's Dude, flag. They need to bring that back. <laughs> and then the CCP came in and put, you know, the, 
basically hammer sickle on it and made it red and it's just like dude that's yeah, not the, the five stars not, you know yeah. or whatever that's not china many it is. <laughs> but anyway um but yeah so seriously though i i think that the it's gonna it, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, there it is. That was literally the original flag of China, and you know, and that that was part of uh, the last dude, dynasty. Rad. Yeah, dude, super cool. Get that tattooed on my back. I mean, dude, if this was the China flag today, I mean, this dude, Chinese people would be so proud of this. Like, honestly, like this is awesome. Like this says China. Having a red flag with some stars on it doesn't really say much. It, like, it'd be like the coolest flag out there. Yeah, look at this crap. Well, that's that's the communist flag, right? No, that's the USSR flag. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what China was mimicking. And then it's like, well, we can't make it too obvious. So we'll just put a yellow star there. Yeah, and here's the five stars of Saturn. I mean, CCP. <laughs> Satan? So funny. Yeah, yeah, definitely the first one is better. Definitely. Yeah. Can you imagine if that was China's flag today? So, but all right. Well, um, okay. Why, Lindsay, why don't we show a trailer? And then when we get back, we're going to jump into our insane advertising, which is both weird, funny, and um, strange. I really thought you were going to say insane in the membrane, but you didn't. And you let oh. me down. That would have been good. Just All right. Well, you guys hang on at, until after this trailer and we're going to get into some fun stuff. <laughs> the TV is biased and chaotic. The movies are cliche and boring. The Matrix is taking over. Where can I find some good entertainment for goodness sake? Well, look no further. Get our streaming platform, Rise.tv for 25% off. Hundreds of videos, positivity, humor, and deep dives into mysteries and metaphysical topics. What more could I ask for? Want to hear the truth about Bigfoot? Near-death experiences? The evils of communism, ancient civilizations, and supernatural things? Rise.tv has you covered. I used to be sad, lonely, and depressed. Not anymore. You'll love interacting with awesome people on Rise.tv. There's so much to watch. Ben and Rob are great. Those guys always make me forget the world is falling apart. Subscribe to Rise.tv yourself or give your loved ones the gift of true uncensored information for the holidays the yearly subscription is more than 25% off that's just $7 a month I want Rise.TV for Christmas those guys always help me forget the world is falling apart <laughs> so cheesy so cheesy <laughs> All right, Rob, do you want to get into this first one? So this is a uh, weird and funny advertising. And um, we I thought do, but before I do, 
If you haven't subscribed you to Rise TV, please subscribe. Um, get our <laughs> yes. get our deal, our holiday deal. Um, it's only like this for a couple of weeks per year. And so you want to definitely get in now if you haven't. So please think about subscribing to us. We'd really appreciate it. We can make more content like our awesome communism series, like Relics of Power and all of that stuff with more subscriptions. Um, and, you know, you get to hang out with our awesome Rise TV crew, which is just like the best on our uh, on our chat here. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, Ben, sorry, back to the ads. Yeah, yeah. well, actually, before we jumped into the ads, was there anything you wanted to finish up with with Xi Jinping or China? Mm. I just want to make sure no, you got I think everything. The, it's, uh, just basically, um, my conclusion is that Winnie the Pooh is going down. <laughs> And um, we're going to be seeing a lot of changes in the world when that happens. Um, yeah. Prepare for it. I think it. that's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 that's what I really truly mean that, that China is a domino. It's like the main domino. Once it falls, it's going to expose everything, you know, from whatever it is, whether it be like Epstein or whatever, like all this stuff is going to be exposed finally. And I think Only that. Only I think, that has a bigger head than Xi Jinping is it. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> we could. I don't know. I don't know either. It's so funny that Winnie the Pooh is banned simply because of that. You know, if you so that's one of those things that you know, like you kind of embrace, then it it, it works in your favor in a weird way, you know. And it's like they're they're so uptight about everything in China. Like you can't criticize anything. And honestly, you criticize the CCP and you're thrown in prison. You know, that's the difference between living in a and a free country and a communist country. And a lot of people don't remember that. Yeah. Can you believe, like, can you believe being the head of a country and Winnie the Pooh threatens you? <laughs> That's how <laughs> up the CCP is. Like, just to put it into perspective for a minute is like, you're actually threatened by Winnie the Pooh. Like, you didn't just avoid talking about it and like, just... Like it's nonsense. Like we're adults. Like who cares? You literally banned. Wow. Yeah, it's not like he's comparing it to like Jeffrey Dahmer or something. It's like freaking. <laughs> That's what they did. They were like the cutest character and most innocent ever. They were like he's killing us with his honey. <laughs> Tainted honey. Oh my goodness! So just coming out of China. Anyway, like the word right. lame comes to mind, you know, like <laughs> so lame. All right, well let's let's get yeah. Right, let's, uh, let's get the some ads going here. <clears throat> We've got a list of funny and weird ads that we're gonna share with you guys, and um, this one here is called "Hey Campaign to Combat Loneliness." It's called "Hey." Look at this. Hey. 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 Is there any audio, Lindsay? Hey. Not that I'm hearing, but wow. there could be an error. Hey. <laughs> she said hey to me. Why is that woman skiing and and like um asphalt? Can you play that one more time? The whole campaign just revolves around saying hey to someone. I guess because so. everyone's lonely in Sweden. That's about it. Hey. The, okay, so basically what it says, an attempt to counter, you know, people feeling lonely and whatnot. Authorities in Luia, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, have launched a campaign to ease that social isolation ever so slightly by encouraging people to say hello to one another. 
that's literally all that's going on. We're saying hey, but it's more like hello, I guess. Hello. Oh no, hello. it actually is hey. hey. Saying, that means hello. Hey. It's like saying hi. Hi. It's kind of well, funny. While many have their own hobbies that keep them going through the cold, dark winter months, because it is very dark over there in the winter months, by the way. It is. <laughs> in Lulia, Sweden. Ice swimming, cross-country skiing, walking on the ice road, out into the archipelago. One thing remains a problem, loneliness. In an attempt to counter that, authorities in Lulea have launched a campaign to ease that social isolation ever so slightly by encouraging people to say, hey, to one another. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right, moving on. Disney got Microsoft to change its AI image generator because people were making too many savage Pixar style posters. I and saw have you these. seen these posters yet? They were hilarious. They're rough, man. So this is this is one that's about the team and Square Massacre. <laughs> Do you have more of these? Oh yeah, she does. There's a bunch in here. You got to show the wall one. <laughs> 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 it says Pixar. Okay, keep oh my going. Gosh, there we go. Pixar presents getting over. <laughs> when the getting cartel is it. on your tail, the wall is the place to to bail. <laughs> oh man, that's for us. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> Written house. Uh, it's crazy that Disney has the power to go to Microsoft and say, we don't want the AI to do this. That means that the AI could be programmed to do a not to not do a lot of things. <sighs> Disney is a bit very uptight about everything right now. Like they're going hard after South Park and I'm still seeing Paramount promoting this um, into the oh, Pandaverse yeah. episode pretty it's, hard. So, well, it went viral. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone's yeah. trying to watch it. So for Paramount and for South Park, this is a, super win so yeah yeah and so you guys this um uh the tiananmen square one that Lindsay brought up first is really funny because like the ccp basically denies that entire thing kind of it's like it's promoting the most famous photo ever of the guy standing up to the tank in Tiananmen Square when the when the CCP basically killed all of the student activists who were, you know, they were protesting for freedom. And so this is like a very kind of it's not sensitive for us, but it's very sensitive for China. Oh, yeah, they, they've definitely changed. I mean, they, what they tell people like students in China literally is that the the students who are protesting were the ones that opened fired first on the tanks and the which CCP, is nonsense. Totally. Which nonsense. is what, why they retaliated against them. So they, you know, that's why you should not fight against the CCP. So, I mean, that, that is literally in their history books because I've had conversations with people from China saying that that's what they've been told the whole time. And they were, they, they were dumbfounded when they actually found out the truth. You know, yeah, and, and these protests in China were not mostly peaceful protests. They were actually peaceful protests. Yeah, because no one has weapons in China. Right. You missed and CCP took them everything, everything away. But I, uh, man, every time I watch this thing, I'm like, dude, this is just a weird Mandela. <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't, it's like, yeah, I don't want to get into it. I don't, but it's this like, guy yeah, has guards, it's to so say the least. Crazy. The guy doesn't die, and a lot of people remember him dying. 
Yeah, getting run over or whatever. Yeah, he just walks away. And and even I remember the interview with the photographer even said he never knew what exactly happened. And then later it's like, oh, yeah, he just. But it's so funny. He starts beating on the tank with his grocery bags. This this is awesome. Like th this is so I mean, this was rated as Time magazine as the greatest photo of the century of 19 yeah. of the 1900s. So one cool. man holding up an army of tanks like it's pretty badass. Yeah, it is. All right. Why don't we get in a few more of these? We have a smart. Oh. Yes, go ahead. Smart home ad. Clean jazz. Clean jazz. Smoothie. Making smoothie. Calendar. No meetings today. Remember, Tandekya at 9.30. Fire off. Fire off. Open door. Door open. Son, so ska vi sätta en till? Ah, ja. Open door. Open door. Wrong voice command. Open door. Repeat that. Open door. I didn't understand that. Hey, open door. Play on the floor. Open door. 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 Open why that was way better than i thought it was gonna be that was good that was that was actually pretty good that was actually i was i was impressed by that i was just like dude this is just like an a like an ai promotional ad but then it's like right. it doesn't always work that way it's pretty funny all right um we have quite a hold form. on let's get let's go through the weirdest yeah. first ben yeah let's bottom. do that let's do that all right check out this taco bell uh oh, yeah, i remember this one bell luminati 2017 bell commercial luminati I remember this. There's a powerful connection between the dollar and Taco Bell. Just right before we Because started. it unlocks a world of 20 decadent menu items from breakfast to late night for just a dollar each. 20 items for a dollar. 20 steps on the pyramid. Who's really behind this? Is it the Illuminati or the Bell Illuminati? Experience the power of the dollar at Taco Bell. <laughs> That's pretty. That was a really good ad. That's pretty funny. Yeah, they did that well. By the way, I, I was just listening to um, Weir Al Yankovic. Uh, he did a parody of the Royals called Foil, and yeah. it the second half of the song is all about the Illuminati. <laughs> it's really funny. If anyone hasn't seen it, watch Weir Al Yankovic's Foil video. It's got like twenty million views or something on YouTube. It's yeah. really funny anyway. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. It's very Reminded funny. Weird Al is, you know, he, he just hasn't gone out of style. <clears throat> he hasn't. He really no. hasn't. He just keeps doing the same thing since we were kids. <laughs> he does. And, is it, and there's unlimited dude, songs. And, there's always a hit song. <laughs> and how come he doesn't look like he ever really ages? What's going <laughs> on? By the way, I saw that movie about the, the Weird Al. Um, uh biopic 
like a biopic in quotes with uh with with the randall or um uh, daniel radcliffe it is so good really oh yeah it is really really funny and really good but at first you're like what what is this and then you start realizing what kind of you know what's crazy is like daniel radcliffe still doesn't look nearly as crazy as actual weird Al. <laughs> like look at go back to that can. photo like look yeah. how much crazier weird Al's hair is there <laughs> yeah. like radcliffe looks like a <clears throat> uh, like a f- sexy version of weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious it was really good uh, weird Al wanted him specifically to play him so really yeah yeah he did that's great. <laughs> Actually, Daniel Radcliffe has t- turned into an extremely funny human being. <laughs> like, if you listen to him, like, dude, I had a dream about him the other night. <laughs> yes, I, I, I dreamed I was a Ghostbuster of all things, and I was running around with a proton pack trying to get this ghost. And this woman kept calling me on the phone that I knew, and I was running around, and I saw Daniel Radcliffe and. He's like, hey, man. And I was like, hey, what's up? And and he's like, what are you going to be for Halloween? And I was like, I was going to play you for Halloween. <laughs> he just starts laughing. And that was it. <laughs> ben, this is the weirdest dream ever, dude. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I need to write this down or like say this somewhere. It was really. Oh, yeah. Dude, and then why is this the first I'm hearing of this? Because I just had it like two nights ago. But I was, it was so, oh yeah. And then I went to go get the ghost and I went in this room and they were going to have this big ballroom thing. And I finally got it, but the proton pack batteries died. And I was like, someone didn't charge this and the ghost got free. So then I'm running back to the other room really far away in the building, trying to find the other proton packs. And I was like, oh, it's really this is a really weird, really <laughs> weird dream. Like of the dreams you've had that you've told me, this is up there of the like weirdest of all time. I, when I woke up, I was like, what the heck? You know, this is crazy. Like, where did this even come from? And then Daniel Radcliffe of all people just like. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, hey, Ben, what were you going to be for Halloween? And you were like, yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> And he, he just starts laughing and I'm like, he's like okay. Ben's like I was going to be the boy who lived. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just all of that reminded me of it. All right, all right. Oh, next gosh. next okay, ad is yeah. this liquid death uh Tony Hawk ad. Do you remember this, dude? This is uh, weird, man. Really. Look at this. Oh yeah, hey, we talked up? about I'm Tony Hawk, and I recently became an ambassador for Liquid Death Mountain Water. Apparently, I didn't read the fine print, and now Liquid Death officially owns my soul and my blood too. I don't know; it's very confusing. They're taking my blood, and we're going to use it for skateboard graphics. So they're going to mix my blood into the paint and do a limited run of skateboards using my real blood in the graphics. But some of the profits would go towards killing really plastic pollution up. and to building skate parks in underserved communities. Yeah, so I guess go to liquiddeath.com to get skateboards with my blood in it. 
I'm feeling really weird from this one. So wait, if you have my blood, that yeah. means you have my DNA. Get the liquid death skateboard yeah, infused with 100% real Tony Hawk today. Yeah. Wow, you can own your very own piece of Birdman, but hurry. Supplies yeah, I are feel really weird so energy from liquiddeath.com slash Hawkblood well, right now. Yeah, you can, you can please stop it, Lindsay. Yeah. The, you know, the other aspect of it is like words really have a lot of meanings, right? Like you're drinking something called liquid death. Well, and he just said in the commercial that Liquid Death owns his soul. Yeah, because it was part of this contract that you sign this or you sign your soul. Like, if you give your quote-unquote soul to Liquid Death, they'll send you a free case of water. No joke. I'm, I'm dead serious. You can go on their website. Effed up. Yeah, you can go on their website and you can actually do that. I, I am why not do people joking. not think that that means something? No, they just think it's like a, a joke, you know, or something like that. But it's like that... That I mean, to me, that's that's insane. I don't think people should be so mm. casual with these things. Like yeah. this is selling your soul. Selling, this is what it gets you if you sell your soul to the Liquid Death Club. You get early access and blah blah blah, a bunch of free stuff and a bunch of other things. So there you go. If you want to sell your soul, Liquid Death can own it. <laughs> I I don't even know what to say about that, but. <laughs> Moving on. All right. <laughs> As if that wasn't bad enough, Satan from Mint Mobile uh, and Match.com did a 2020 commercial, and here it is. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I remember this, too. It's the Lord of Darkness from Legend. <clears throat> is that a cockroach? Hi. Choose zero. Choose zero. Please. Call me 2020. <laughs> Call her 2020. So where you from? Who? Me too. Hot pepper. She's like, I'm 2020. Right. I'm from hell too. That is crazy. So bizarre. <laughs> Toilet <Okay>. paper. <laughs> He's trying to get her to go into church. There's a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the world burns. <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. It, it, it kind of, I, there was that match.com or what? Oh, that is match.com. They had another one that was way weirder because it was just this woman. And I think they got so much flack for it that they changed it to the 2020, you know, the, the girl represents the year 2020. So mm -hmm. I think, you know, that makes it a little bit more comical in that way, uh, at least. Well, Hey, if that okay. wasn't enough, 1995 delivered a Bill Clinton voodoo doll ad that a lot of people forgot about. Check this out. I forgot about it. What the heck? That guy was from Train Spotting, wasn't he? I was going to say, isn't that the dude from Train Spotting? 
What the heck is this? Chase. What in the world? Uh, alliance. It's a Bill Clinton voodoo doll. Oh! Oh my goodness. Dude, that is like what? Well, <laughs> How did the <laughs> I don't even know. How in the world did uh Bill Clinton even agree to something like that? I don't think that he agreed to that. That was probably some special effects. Maybe. You might be right about that. Yeah. I guess they can get away with it if they're like Dutch. So it's from a Dutch insurance company, but it's like I think after tonight's so show I'm gonna go watch train spotting again. Weird. I, I don't even know it's super weird, dude. It makes no sense, but it's even more ironic. It's with Bill Clinton. But super so duper weird. All right. Wow. Hey, we should probably leave our platforms now. Go over to rise.tv where we're going to engage with our uh chat, our viewer viewers with for a live Q&A that y'all are able to attend if you subscribe to rise.tv um it's going to be great yeah and um we've got this deal going on like we said where it's um for the around christmas time the whole month of december right now we're doing a um holiday promotion where you get our subscription for about $7 a month so don't miss out on this the promotion is running till 12:31 2023 that's december 31st 2023 and um yeah and with that with that year subscription you'll you'll have a whole year to be with us on rise.tv where you're gonna get over 400 videos on our platform with all kinds of stuff you'll never get bored on there and we've got an awesome community of like-minded folks who are just super cool to be around so please come join us we'd love to have you um ben this is a fun episode thanks for uh yeah this is great Thanks for everything and hope you guys learned a lot uh, about China as well. This is really important part of our work is, is educating you guys on what's going on because whether anyone believes it or not, it's going to be really important um, in the coming months and years um, uh, for everyone on the planet. Once people start finding out what the CCP has been up to over the last 20 years, it's going to shock the world. So we got to cover that well. And um, yeah. All right. We love you guys and we'll see you over at Rise.TV. Ah, youth, a time of fun, pranks, and jokes. A time of hopscotch, ice cream floats, soda pop, and double dates at the drive-in. It's a time for finding one's place in the world. But in these troubled times, the innocence of youth has been capitalized on and manipulated for profit. This is a sugar and marketing manipulation PSA from Edge of Wonder. And it's one you've never heard before. Did you know that sugar was unhealthy? Yes. Did you know that companies like Coke and Pepsi fund health research? You aren't supposed to know that. Did you know that the history of sugar involves a deliberate agenda to hook children like a drug and use marketing, media, and subliminal messaging? 
to purposely manipulate not just children, but even parents. There's a fine white powder lurking in your cupboard, and it isn't cocaine. Join Edge of Wonder for a deep dive into the sickly, sweet world of the sugar agenda that has infiltrated your home, your children's minds, and even the world's governments. This expose will reveal the truth being kept from you. But more importantly, you'll learn what to look out for so the manipulation can't continue.